This month, Doctrine and Devotion is brought to you by Legionnaire Ministries. Legionnaire Ministries puts out Table Talk Magazine, a fantastic resource for individuals and churches. Head on over to DoctrineDevotion.com slash Table Talk for more information. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Whew. Oh, man. It's been a busy week already, man. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, you just got back from Minneapolis. Yep. St. Paul. No, St. Paul, yeah. Same St. thing. Paul. It's all yeah, the same. Twin Cities. It's all the same. That's why they call them Twin Cities. Yeah, Because yeah. they're the same. Nah, no, they're, they're vastly pretty, different. They're totally the same. They're, no, 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 they're, no, no, they're no. twins. No, no, they're no, twins. No, no, no. Oh, are you saying they're not identical twins? They're fraternal twins? Is well, that what you're it's, saying? it's like if one is maybe older, you know. Yeah. Like St. Paul is kind of an older kind of kind of vibe. It's more like the government center, stuff like that. Okay. Minneapolis has the nightlife, the fun, the restaurants, the quality. St. Paul is like, oh, we've outlived our time. No, see, I, I, think, I think it's more like the movie Twins. I think it's more like that. And St. Paul Saint, is... St. Paul's Danny DeVito? Yeah, Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. That, that, there's you know, some, uh, tonight, is, tonight is your night, bro. Well, tonight was not my night when I went... <laughs> well, no, it wasn't? No. It, it was a rough, it was a rough you, week. You were stuck in a hotel by yourself oh, yes. when you weren't doing business. Yep, that was pretty much it. That was pretty much it. So how about your week? How's it been? I haven't seen you since Sunday. Goodness. Yeah, man. It's been like almost a week and a half. Jeez, it's, it's you know. two days. Okay, well, no, it's it, okay. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No, no, no. I saw you Sunday. Okay, but you still count that. So Sunday, no, 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 Monday, so, Tuesday, Wednesday, Sunday. and it's Wednesday. So it's Monday, it's Tuesday, four days, two basically days. A week. So a week. Two days. Okay, I was, I was two off, days. It's been bit. two days. I was off by a little bit. You relax a little. It is. Um, oh my gosh, Jen just got back from California. Yeah, how'd that and go? And she had a great time. It was yeah. awesome up in uh, Lake Tahoe. Why are you looking at me as if I should know no, where? I don't know where my wife goes. Well, then why, why would you expect so, that I would? Because you know stuff. You're a detail guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, she was in California. That's all I know. Yeah, so she was there, uh, like a class reunion when she was in the boarding school. Mm-hmm. Boarding school is kind of like a, like, a, like a part-time orphanage. So that's what she used to <laughs> go to school in in Africa. And so it's, so it's where, where it's where missionary, rich white missionary parents would send yeah, well, the kids that they don't want? Exactly. While they are colonizing um, you know, indigenous peoples and making them you know, behave like white Christians in America, mm. they are um, sending their kids off somewhere else. Oh, okay. Something like that. Something I don't like know. that? I, I don't know. I'm, I don't I'm know. not sure I agree I'm with not, you I'm on not, this. I'm not an MK. No, so you wouldn't understand. No. Okay, gotcha. No. Um, but no, she just got back, and like every night there is something going on. I'm working late every night this week, which is rare. It's not normal. You yeah, know, it's, it, not, it's not normal for you to work. Emergency. <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> I had emergency counseling stuff, and then you oh, know, I don't even yeah. know about that. Yeah, it, it's it's good stuff, but you know, uh, you know, people need help. So yeah, yeah. And then, and then you messed up my day. How did I mess up your you day? Messed up my day. You sent me that dumb article. Oh god! You didn't even give any context. <laughs> no you just context. sent the link. I just said boop. <laughs> and the article was titled "Men Prefer Debt-Free Virgins Without Tattoos." <laughs> It was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it was. It's written by Lori um, uh, Alexander, Alexander. The not so ab- great. I shouldn't say absolutely ridiculous. It's got you know. There's a couple good things. It's absolutely ridiculous. No, I'm no, going to say some, there's a couple good points. There some is things not, we can agree with. Okay, there are there some things we can agree. There, there are, are some, points at which we can agree with her. But yeah, exactly. Her article is ridiculous. Was totally ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. And listen, it's I, like it's like. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I'm we, not got, say it. we we put up. So I linked to it, and I asked, hey, should we talk about this? And the vast majority, over, over 100 comments on Facebook said, 
absolutely talk about it. A few people were like, don't talk about it. Oh, I thought we were going to actually just post it under Doctrine and Devotion as one original of, content. Oh, one of our articles? One of our articles. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it you, know might, what? We, you know what? We should save this for April 1st. Oh, I just... just oh, jeez. <laughs> You know, it wouldn't like this could show up at CBMW, I guess, but um, I don't know. It just, or actually, uh, there's some aspects about men uh, educating their wives. So probably Sovereign Grace wrote this. So, like Sovereign Grace could Sovereign have. Sovereign Grace could have, yeah. could have, uh, could you have know, taken. Care she of has this. another article on like husbands disciplining their wives. Oh, that's so Sovereign so, Grace. There okay. we go. Um, so Jimmy sent this article, and I put it up on Facebook, yeah. just to see, hey, does anybody think we should talk about this? Because it's 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 pretty bad, and 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 it, it's hitting on an issue that I think is really important. And a few people said, don't do it. One reason was, if you do it, then you're going to give this blogger and this article more attention than it, than it, than it would naturally get. Hey, you know what? How did that work for us uh, in the primaries when it came to Trump? Well, we said that. You're, you're, assuming, you're assuming that Trump no. isn't the best president in the last you know, <laughs> few decades. Why would, uh, I'm just saying, back then, people were saying, oh, don't give him validity. Don't yeah. even acknowledge what he's doing. Validity, you don't even know yeah. what I'm talking about. You don't read the newspaper, do you? No, no. You don't read I the just news. Punch the Republican ticket. That's just all <laughs> That's I do. Okay, you just show up and oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, listen. Here's the thing. Um, it, it's it, like somebody said. You know, it, it's a it's a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, You don't want to give it. You don't want to you know give it more credence than it deserves. Yeah. But I but my response was well, listen. We address heresy when there's heresy, mm. um, and we. We're not giving it validity. We're saying it's wrong. Um, we, we, we do this a lot in, oh, yeah. as, as Christians. And so, and listen, we didn't make this popular. This thing was kind of you know, semi-viral. I mean, people were well, making yeah, because, this I mean, over. Listen, this lady should be putting on a clinic on clickbait. <laughs> For real. <laughs> no, you, yeah. Come on. With a title like that, yeah. who's, come on, look at that title. Men prefer dead-free virgins without tattoos. Dead-free virgins. It, All you know, she had to do with... All she had to add was men prefer debt-free virgins without tattoos, and you will win $100,000. <laughs> and bam. would have got more clicks. Debt-free virgins sounds like a Muslim paradise and not the kingdom of God. That's what, that was my thought as I read the article. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they get the virgins in heaven. Yeah, and I'm yeah, sure I they're debt-free. I know. Debt-free, I know. You know? So, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think there's any debt in, oh in the Muslim perspective of the afterlife. <laughs> So, so you know, maybe, maybe this, maybe, maybe she has a different target audience than I'm assuming. Um, so, look, we're we're going to talk about the article, um, but we we want to use it to kind of push in a, in a healthy direction as yeah, well. So, yeah, good it's thinking. A thir- it's a Thursday episode. Yeah, we can yeah, talk we about have this. Fun. this. We, is we a, have some fun. This is our podcast. That's right. We do what we want. You hear, you hear us, Ed? It's our podcast. <laughs> right. Driving around in your little. See what he's driving? What? You know what Ed Setzer drives around? What the smart car? V- VW, bug. Yeah, he drives around a, v- a convertible, I think, too. But does he have like a sunroof and his head sticks out? Well, he has to. That's the only way. Yeah, yeah. There's no other yeah, way. He's so no, tall. It's a, it's a convertible. That's what I said. So, yeah. yeah. Boop. It's, like a, yeah, it's, it's like a summer car. car. Summer car. Or a clown car. Yeah. Well, are you in the back seat ready to jump out? Honk, honk. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So, you can go ahead. Um, we're not going to link to it, but uh, you can find it. Oh, you don't uh, want to? Why not? Just link to it. Just link to it. I don't want to. You need a link to it. Stop it. Don't do that. This is my podcast. This is our podcast. Oh, this is our podcast. All right. Link to it. All right, so we're, why don't we just read a few, like, we'll just start with her opening line, right? All right, go this, ahead. Uh, this assertion that she makes. All right, please, go ahead. Do you know how much more attractive debt-free virgins without tattoos, <laughs> in parentheses, do you know how much more attractive debt-free virgins without tattoos are to young men? Unfortunately, there are so few of these types of young women anymore because of the high cost of college, debt, 
and sexual promiscuity even within those in the church. As believers in Jesus Christ, we need to live in a way that is pleasing to him because his ways are the best. He calls debt a burden and urges us to live lives of sexual purity. Hmm. So, okay. Um, I, actually, you... Jesus doesn't call uh, debt a burden, um, I don't believe. Uh, but she would just say God. You know, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. She just, you know, not exactly technically correct. But, um, but that last section urges Well, she us. didn't go to college, so that's so, why. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm assuming. I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know. She don't maybe be, she did. She, she don't want to get the debt. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So, okay, let's just say this. Uh, do you know how much more attractive debt-free virgins are to young men? Um, now, Jimmy, what 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 what, uh, what recent um, survey of five thousand American evangelicals mm. did she base that uh, that statement on? Uh, was that done by Lifeway? Was that a Lifeway research poll? No, I, I don't. I don't see a single one. No, there's no. She just there's, made that think, up. Well, at least there's no link. There's no link. There's no you know footnote. Right. We look for the end notes. We look to see. Okay, what are you basing this off of? Right. And I'm not seeing anything. No. So this is her opinion. Exactly. Okay. So okay. So your opinion a, is. Uh, that, that men, and she's men, not one. And she's not one. Uh, hey, don't you women-splain us. Okay. <laughs> Please, don't you so, sit here and tell us. <laughs> it's very offensive. Um, it is a little weird. That, you know, I mean, okay, I just... Men find debt-free virgins attractive. Um, I, I, first of all, I don't buy it. Um, mm-hmm. Now, you could say that um, women who are not encumbered uh, with inappropriate debt and are virtuous are... Um, attractive, that that's okay, but to, okay. Then to say like, well, well listen, but then that's also then saying, okay, let's just say, you know, someone is virtuous, a woman is virtuous, but has debt. Are you saying then that they're unattractive? Half as attractive. Half as attractive. That's what she's saying. Oh, I thought you were saying it. I'm sorry. No, I'm saying I, like you could make the argument that listen, inappropriate debt, like bad debt, is okay. is not oh, an attractive inappropriate quality. debt. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't hear the inappropriate part. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. So like, but, but so, okay, debt free is awesome. Can we can agree with that? Being debt free yeah. is awesome. Oh, amazing. All right. Yeah. So what, Jimmy? What's it like to be debt free, Jimmy? Oh, dude, it's amazing. Really? Oh, yes. Yeah. You, you know, get you just there. got so much more attractive. Oh, I know. <laughs> Glowing, dude. It is amazing. Ooh, hang on, these rubles just fell out of your pockets. Let me grab those for you. <laughs> okay, so okay, we all agree. I think we can all agree. Being debt free is awesome. It's an awesome goal. Oh yeah. And um, but there are different kinds of debt. Oh right. yeah. There, yeah there, there's is there good, good debt? debt? What, oh, what's yes. good debt? We talk about. Yeah, good debt. I mean, if you got good debt, something like uh, like, like your, your, house. your villa in a, in Italy. <laughs> that, is that good debt? Your good debt is like a house, your car, things like that. Like things that you need to like. It's more of an investment, right? It's right. an investment opportunity that you're going to see a return on it. Because uh, I mean, I think a lot of us know that. Uh, maybe not so much for cars, actually. Yeah, yeah cars know, depreciate. Cars, cars depreciate pretty quick. Well, your Bugatti does that. That doesn't depreciate. Though, oh no, does it? It, it depreciates. Oh, does it? Oh, it depreciates. Oh, I didn't think it did. oh yes, it does. But you know, let's just stick with buying a home, getting a mortgage, right? Okay. For, so, for a lot of places, it's cheaper to get a mortgage than it is yeah. to pay rent. Some debt is good, and some debt is necessary. Like some oh, yeah. debt, you can't really function uh, in America without some level of debt. You know, it, it, at least it, but some level of credit. You that's the maybe credit that's, history. That's the right. better way to put it. And um, okay, so in the, the idea of of college debt. Now listen, I'm, I'm, I don't put a lot of stock in the four-year college for most people. I, I yeah. think it's, it's shown that it's, it's not the, the best way. I think our system is flawed, yes. Yeah, and um, so, I mean, that's why I was trying to feel the burn, but it was not happening. Oh, man, I would have punched you right in the <laughs> baby face if you would have voted for Bernie. Um, so here, here's the thing. Um, I'll just go ahead and say um, college debt in most cases is unfortunate and unnecessary, really, if you want to move into a a career or a vocation that's going to make you some money. College is not necessarily going to help you with that uh, for a lot. But there are degrees that are absolutely necessary for certain fields. 
But you're going to have to incur debt. You want to be a lawyer? You want to be a doctor? Oh, yeah. You're going, you're going to go to college. And you're, going to, you're going to have to incur debt to do that. Oh, yeah. man. I'm not going to my doctor. If, you know, I see on the wall it says College of DuPage. Home. <laughs> C-O-D. Well, Wabonzi. What, what if he's a chiropractic doctor, though? Wait, chiropractic doctor? Yeah. That's a more of a trade. Okay. I'll go with so, that. Okay, all right. You can go ahead and go to DeVry for that. No, oh, you don't go to DeVry. <laughs> DeVry is like all computers. So, uh, all right. So, some college debt is necessary if you're going to go into particular fields, okay? Um, and let's just agree, virginity, that's a good thing. Virginity is a good thing. Well, yeah, it's a, sexual purity is, sexual, is beautiful. Sexual yeah. purity yeah. is amazing, and, and that's what God calls us to. We want yep. to affirm that. And listen, it, in no way should anybody read this article and take issue with it and say, like, oh, we don't need to worry about sexual purity. We shouldn't care about sexual purity. We should. Um, if, you're, if you're past, how, I got a new computer. How do I mute it? Right there. That? Bam. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, so sexual purity um, is experienced in different ways, right? Yeah. Some of us had sexually immoral pasts, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Why, uh, why, we were why are you say, looking around? I don't know. What well, I said some of us. Some of us. Oh, yeah, yeah the royal people. we. Yeah, not, not you and me. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah no, okay. Okay. continue. Totally, totally pure. Um, but then, um, in Christ, we're redeemed. We mm-hmm. repent, um, or whatever. Or even you know, um, a Christian might fall like many biblical characters, yep. um, and then they uh, repent, and then they experience, you know, of purity after the fact. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. sexual purity is good. We should be serious about that, and we need to address that issue in our culture at large. Pornography, yes. uh, sexual immorality. Oh, yeah. yep. We should address that, push it back against it. Everything is beeping on me. Sorry. Mm-hmm. My son wants to know which horror movie would be better for him to watch tonight. Oh, what are the options? Uh, don't worry about it. No, what are the options? No, don't worry about it. No, no, you have to say no, that. I what are the have options? To say. All right, I'm, I'm his, texting you later. His text was Okay. Okay, one is the house, the house October built. I, I don't know. Don't worry about it. All right, what's All right. the other one? Hell House. <laughs> <laughs> is he on a house theme? What's going well, on? Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's you know House Week. I don't, I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, there is a horror calendar that you follow if you're a horror nerd, like the liturgical calendar. Is there really? If you're, if no, you're a actually, Romanist, this is, this is, it's actually a really sincere question. Is, oh, that, yeah. is that real? There's a horror calendar. Yeah, totally. He's so dumb. I don't know. I don't know. You guys, you guys are weird. <laughs> All right, but here's, here's the thing. Here's, yeah. here, here, Jimmy, virginity is awesome. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. What's better than virginity? What's better than virginity? Tattoos. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. But redemption. Redemption oh. is better than virginity. It is, right? Because, like, okay, so virginity is good. Like, uh, moral uprightness, mm-hmm. godliness is great. But what is more glorious, and now, we're not downplaying No, no, no. We're not, we're not purity, downplaying but we're, virginity. What I'm saying is, like... But redemption, that's really beautiful. That's, I mean, to me, that's very, very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. It, well, you said tattoos. Why? What? Did, <laughs> does she ever explain why she keeps talking about, she never really says much I, about it. I didn't it. see anything about Just it. Stop. I didn't see anything. No, no, no there's tattoos. no tattoos. Okay. So, so I, I don't get it. I don't understand Well, listen, it. your wife has tattoos. Yeah, okay? she's got tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Good grief, dude. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, what is, does Jen have tattoos? She has one. One tattoo? Mm. Where's the, okay, my wife, yeah. her tattoo is down her leg. Yeah. yeah, yeah, from her knee down. Do you feel like that's a little, hey, everybody, check out my leg. Oh, okay. Do you feel like it's like that? Oh, where's your wife's tattoo? It's on her back. Oh, okay, like upper back? The uh, middle of the back. Middle all the way down to the... So lower back. Well, the, the lower half of the back. It, it spans from here mm. down. down. Down to what? Down to the crackalack, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, not, not all the way down. Oh, my goodness. But Joel. down to the lower back. That's the it goes lower down. Back. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, and listen, uh, like 
Uh, so what do people call that? What do, what do people call that? That sort of tattoo? Well, no, no. Placement? You're thinking. You're thinking of a tattoo, just a little thing at the very bottom. That's a different. That's like a stamp or something. You know. This, uh, is, this is a big. How, how big, big are we talking? It's probably twelve inches tall. You, oh, don't, you don't know about this? No, of course. I've never gone and said, "Hey, Jen." Show me your lower back tattoo. Well, it's not it's lower half back. It's just the okay, lower okay. back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I've never, um, I've never no, no, asked she, her that. She, Jen used to have what is, you know, a little, little thing down at the bottom. But she had it covered up, and she has this giant tattoo now. Okay, so she's got two. No, she's one. She had one. One, and, and she so covered it up. So that was the small lower back. Lower back, the stamp. The stamp. It's called, oh, called the stamp. The stamp. Yeah, the stamp. And then she covered that up with something. What did she cover it up with? I don't well, How about this? What did she have before? And yeah. what does she have now? Let's just well, so. Before she had like a like a, a not so delicate tribal art, you know, nineties. Okay, yeah. Same, same yeah. with me with, with my upper back, and same with me on my arms. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the nineties. We're all dumb. We're all re- repenting of that. Yes. And, and now she has this this big uh, grayscale picture of Baphomet on her back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a flower or something. Okay. Man. Don't worry about <laughs> it. What's wrong with you? Okay. Um, so the tattoos things like whatever we're not even gonna mess with that we've talked enough about that yeah okay so episode she, four just go to episode four so she makes this assertion that debt free virgins are more attractive to young men okay so I don't really buy it um, and then she says this there are many more reasons why Christian young women should carefully consider whether or not they go to college especially if they want to be wives and mothers someday Secular universities teach against the God of the Bible and his ways. It's far from what God calls women to be and do. It teaches them to be independent, loud, immodest, instead of having meek and quiet spirits. Huh. So so a woman that thinks for herself well, is anti-biblical. No, 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 no. She's just saying, like, listen, if you go to a college, colleges are going to teach... Mm-hmm. All this stuff. That's what she's saying, right? And this, she's just saying, hey, well, this is what they're going to teach. Hold on, hold on. That, that's a pretty... Like generalization of all universities and colleges, you're telling me every single college and university is like without ex- all without, without exception. exception. Is that not what all without saying? distinction? I mean, all without exception. I mean, come on now. I mean, I can understand if you're talking about like a college in California. All right, if you're in California, well, I those people are yeah, all bankrupt. Those, yeah. Yes, yeah, bankrupt. No, is that what yeah, no virgins in California because of those colleges. That's what you're saying. No, no, no. I'm just saying that's a pretty you know. There's some liberal colleges that yeah. yeah those, so there's a lot. There's a there's a lot of colleges that are very liberal and teach that stuff. And then there are other colleges that don't do that. Yes. But let's just say like okay. So there's a lot of colleges that do teach this thing. But then your point though is it's not all colleges are like that. No, no. But I think it's fair to say most most um, liberal arts universities um, have a have a pretty strong um, anti-Christian. Um, an anti-conservative perspective. They're, they gen- tend to be generally liberal, okay, um, in their politics. But let's but, just, but, but let's okay. Let's just let's just say that's true, which okay. I'm agreeing with you, right? Yeah. What does that then say about the individual? You're saying then that women cannot handle, oh no, or are not mature no. enough no. to to navigate through. Yeah, and it's that. not even that they're not mature enough; it's that they're too womanly. That seems See, to be that, her point. That's really like her they're thing. women, and they're, it. And like, I think this is the part that probably annoys me the most yeah, about this article, right. to be honest. Yeah, because. I've, you know, this is just more of a personal pet peeve. Is a pet what? A pet peeve. Okay, peeve. Yeah, got it. it, it it's. I I look at something like this and I go, well, hold on. Are you telling me that God has called every woman to be a mother, right? Or that God has called every woman to be a wife? He are hasn't. You, that's it. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Is that there are some women that for us they may be they may be mothers, they may be wives, but right. they may also be called into a professional field. Yeah, there are dreams and aspirations and calling that God has given and so, them, and some some have both. You know, it, some and are, that's what yeah. I'm trying to say. They can have both. My wife, my wife put aside her dreams as far like her professional career goals, so that I could finish up my schooling and right. pursue mine. And we're in the midst of our own discussion about okay, Michelle, 
like we've talked about this for the last three years, mm. setting goals, setting setting a path, right. so that she can go and and do what God has called her to do. Right. And that to me then is, I see something like this. I'm like, was it origami arts? What, <laughs> what, is, what is she studying in Canada? She is a nurse. She's a. Oh, okay. she's got so that translates to America into. She's qualified for origami arts. Oh my goodness, you're horrible. I can't believe you. Stop it. But you know what I'm saying, though? Is that there there are women that that have these dreams and aspirations, and we should. And callings, right? And callings. That we should be encouraging them in that. And what? That's the part that it just. Ah, I I just get really annoyed by that. Like, listen, we we totally. And she she talks about this. Like, we do believe that. that men and women are different. We'll talk yes. about this, um, and that you know, husbands and fathers are called to their homes uh, in specific ways, and that wives and mothers are called to their homes in certain ways. But this treats everybody as if they're the same. And it also it's something that you mentioned, Jimmy, is that this assumes that women are just dumb, weak, and immature. They can't handle college. If they go to college, and they they will not make it through this without being corrupted. No, I, I, I just out of everything written here, this is the most offensive, um, and I do think it's it's. Uh, our calling as husbands, I think it's our calling as as husbands, as a head of our home, to encourage our wives to pursue the calling that God has given them. Right. To find ways to support uh, as they move into a professional, you know, career. If that's what they want. If 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 there's uh, if your wife says, you know what, this is my dream. Like this is what I want to be a stay-at-home mom. This is all. You know what I mean? When I say this is all, like I'm not trying to mean that in a demeaning way, but saying this is what I I sense God has called me to be full time, then praise God for that. Yeah. And it's again, it's like just because somebody. So on on the flip side of that, we're going to agree on this as well. Just because somebody has a passion and a dream to do something doesn't mean they're competent or called to do it. So you've got to, you know, suss all of that out. But yes, you know, you this this assumes that women are one thing. Right. And it's correct. I don't think that's fair. So but okay. so she argues that college is a dangerous place. It's going to call them away from, you know, godliness. And then she begins to quote from a a friend that she received. Not a friend, but she received an email. Mm. And uh, can I I go ahead and read this? Yeah. What what is the email? This is the most profound email I've ever read. Okay. All right. The husband will need to take years teaching his wife the correct way to act, think and live since college taught them every possible way that is wrong. <laughs> oh. What? So, oh. Okay. I mean, I didn't know her friend was C.J. Mahaney. So, <laughs> why are you blasting C.J. so hard? <laughs> does he, does they he, don't do the educating, the, the discipline? I don't know. They don't, I, think, I don't think they oh, do. Oh, that's that. not them? I don't think so. Now I'm so wrong. Yeah. I, I am know. wrong then. I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm being serious. I, What's I a group know. that does that? that, that uh, the, there, I don't know groups. I, I just know that there are individuals that talk about disciplining them. Oh, are, are they part of? Am I, am no, I thinking of the wrong the, I'm thinking of a guy that's no I know, but is that part of us? Was that part of an organization? Uh, no. No? Okay. All right. So then I am wrong. I uh, Thank you. You should have corrected me earlier I when I, I said remember. that. I don't remember. So, um, all right. So, again, this just gets back to the issue of, okay, so uh, this really kind of paints the picture that women are radically, entirely dependent on their husbands, and whereas you and I kind of, we believe that, well, Women have brains and hearts, and they have the scripture, and they have the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, Who would have thunk it? So, uh, listen, of course, husbands and wives have to exhort and correct one another. We have to do that. We mm-hmm. both have to do that. And the but, husband, gets, but hold on, it gets worse. Go oh, continue, sorry. Well, I just want to say, like, listen, here's what we believe. We believe that the husband is the head of the home. Yes. We absolutely believe that. Um, we believe that he is to lead and love sacrificially, uh, that the wife is supposed to um, honor uh, her husband and submit to his godly leadership. 
Um, we are complementarians. Uh, we're not mad about it, mm-hmm. although I increasingly don't like the word because so many people that are complementarians. Yeah, that's why we say. Uh, that's why I like to say soft complementarians. Yeah, we're soft complementarians. Yep. We're warm and fuzzy complementarians. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Complementarians. Is that what we are? So this gets worse, though, Joe. Oh, it can't. Oh, you ready? Okay. All right. <clears throat> Continuing with the email, I believe. This is I continue mm-hmm. from the email. They lost a handful of years of experience learning to cook large meals and learning how to work in the garden. <laughs> College kids don't cook. Yes. If they do, oh, it's it typically for themselves. Yeah. And it's usually Young ramen. women learn nothing about biblical womanhood or what it takes to run a home when they go to college, which... I'm going to disagree with you there because there are some colleges, a lot of uh, some ultra conservative colleges that, you know, the degree is in homekeeping. Oh, yeah. Well, that you mean, or, or that's not a church college. Secretary. That's, a, that's a seminary you're talking about. You're talking about Southwestern. Oh, <laughs> they actually do that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Goodness, I'm thinking of the one right by Judson over there. There's a oh, college yeah. by Judson. Is that Providence? There. Yes. Yeah. Well, and also, like, this, this assumes that when you go to college, you've completely disconnected from church. You've completely disconnected mm-hmm. from home. So, mm-hmm. again, it's, it's a little strange. And also, by the time they get to college, um, listen, uh, hopefully you've been teaching your children how to serve and live yeah. and love and cook and all that stuff. Both of your how kids. To, right? How to take care of themselves. Yeah. Though I do, I, do like, I do like it when Jen makes me a sandwich. I do like that. It's pretty well, good. Yeah, because she's she's caring for you. She's yeah. loving you, and and she loves it when when you cook or you clean to kind of help out around so that but, she's she gets to rest. Well, well, you don't. You, I don't know. You just lost me. The, what? <laughs> what did you no, I know that's not true. Don't you know, you know what Jen made me last night? What'd she make you? Because uh, I got home late and mm-hmm. I, I missed dinner, and uh, she she heated me up some artificial crab. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Apparently she went to college. Yeah, she and didn't learn how went to, to college. Was like that's a microwave <laughs> fake crab oh stuff. Starts with a K. Mm, crab yeah, with a K. Oh, yeah, I liked it. It was really good. All right, so that's just that's just really. Can we just say this? Like, let's get to it. Um, the, here's what she says um, at the end: Young women, be wise in the path that you choose to walk on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Keep a long-term vision of your life and how you hope it will someday. Instead of hope it will be someday, instead of acting upon all of the what ifs that many will throw at you, trust God with your life, study the word, and take the narrow path that leads to life. Stay virgins until marriage, out of debt, and don't get tattoos. Oh, gosh, stop with tattoos, lady. All right, so, okay, like her general statement there is good, like, you know, except for the tattoos thing. Yeah. Um, All all of that's a a fine exhortation. There are some real problems here. Um, And one of the problems is that she's really, she's, she's making the argument that. Men are not going to find you attractive and will not want to marry Christian men, will not yeah. want to find you or, or marry you if uh, you have debt, mm-hmm. if you basically, if you don't measure up. No, exactly. Here's the thing, though. We're going to let you in on a secret. There is something that men find really attractive in a woman. A woman that reads Table Talk magazine. You know that that is, now there is a study to back that up. There is a study to back that up. I mean, uh, and especially especially hey, listen to stay out of debt. You right now go to doctrinedevotion.com/slash/tabletop, and you can grab fifteen issues for only twenty three dollars. Twenty three dollars. Twenty three dollars, which is their yearly price. They're giving to you for fifteen months, right? Eighteen months if you do the uh, the free three month trial. You so okay. So listen to this. If you're in college mm-hmm. and you're, you're cooking for yourself, you're cooking ramen, yeah. $23, that's like 
23 packets of ramen. Exactly. So all you're going to get for $23. That's it. But you're going to get a year plus, over a year and a half. A year and a half. Of Table Talk Magazine. Of Table Talk Magazine and digital access to current issues and the backlog through 2012. Oh, so Come on good. now. So good. Now, wait a minute. If they want to get that deal, do they just go to tabletalkmagazine.com? No, 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 no. They go to drdevotion.com slash tabletalk. Ah. And right there is where you can uh, get all the information to register, sign up, and get yourself some Table Talk Magazine, 15 months for $23. So let me read. Um, there's a married couple that I know, uh, and the wife, Sarah Vega, um, made this comment um, when I put this up. She said, I have my degree, and I work my own business, and I homeschool three boys. I am very homeward, while I also contribute to society and the church. The main problem with her article is not that it is offensive to a certain type of woman. It's that, in the name of Jesus, she is saying the highest pursuit for a woman is a spouse. Ooh, Jesus good. is our treasure, not a mate. Mm. And a woman can pursue Jesus and godliness with or without a mate, and with or without children, and with or without a career, and with or without tattoos. She just put all of us in our place. Yeah, no, um, but she needs to, she needs to check herself. Cause no, stop get, it, Joe. No, 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 now's not that time. It's a little too prophetic, no, no, a little now, too preachy. Yeah, no, no, now's not that time. <laughs> this she, is good. Well, here, her last line is, she is worshiping a fake idol, a lesser god, namely marriage. Mm. So this mm. is something that, that mm. we're all tempted to do, right? We can, anything, uh, theology, good theology can be an idol. Marriage can be an idol. Kids can be an idol. And I think there's some merit to that. I think that... Um, you know this. I think this woman's heart is: I want to encourage women to be godly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she is off in the the way that this is presented because it really does sound like um, if you go to it, here, there's a number of problems with it. I think it presents women as uh, inferior to men. I yes. think it presents women as weak and dumb. Whether that was her intention or not, that's how it's presented. Yeah. And I think it does sort of put um, an, an inappropriate, not inappropriate, but it, it puts uh, an expectation upon all women that uh, may or may not be theirs. But in the midst of that, there are things that she's calling for that are good, but it's definitely a concern that, you know, that I have in all of this. Yeah. I mean, so like we talked about, I mean, um, we tend to turn good things into idols. Like this is kind of what we're talking about here, Joe, right? Yeah. Is where marriage, uh, that pursuit of a spouse, uh, becomes an idol being debt free becomes an idol, right? Right. <clears throat> like so, these are things that, that they're good things, but when they become the thing that we are, are striving and passionate and, uh, putting all of our hope in, that's when it becomes an issue. You know what I found attractive about my wife? So, okay, well, first, because she was hot. I saw her, and I was like, that girl, she's slamming. All right, so, oh, and, she, and she was, like, my size, so that was good. Um, but that was it. That was just the initial impression. And then I got to know her. I got to talk to her. We became friends, and I wanted to marry her after our first real conversation because, and it wasn't because of how she looked. It had nothing to do with whether or not she had debt or tattoos, and yeah, it definitely yeah. didn't have anything to do with whether or not she was a virgin. I certainly wasn't. Um, what made her so attractive to me was that she loved the Lord with all of her heart. You know, like she was serious about God, about his word. God was active in her life. She was beautiful in holiness. Mm -hmm. And that's what really attracted me to her. And had she, if she had bad debt, that would not have stopped me. That no, would because have, you already had the bad debt yourself. I didn't have any debt. But... Um, Except for all the baggage I carry around, in my life. Uh, but no financial. Debt. So yeah, I mean, I just I don't know. That that's that's a weird thing. And this is not like listen, we've we've talked about this I think quite a bit uh, on the podcast for what this kind of podcast is. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the church at large has done a poor job 
um, understanding oh, yeah. and explaining the roles that women should fulfill uh, based on scripture. Mm-hmm. We've, we, we've, we've not, uh, even in the reformed community, right? We, we have, we have not done a great job. I think we've, we've been, uh, we've been so concerned about pushing back against radical feminism that, uh, and there's certainly different kinds of feminism. Mm-hmm. There's good feminism historically, I think. And then there's some radical forms that are un- totally unhealthy, but, um, you know, equality, equal rights, all that's great stuff. But I think we've been so concerned about pushing back against, you know, the loss of uh, the uniqueness between men and women mm-hmm. that we have really, like, closed the circle around women to such a degree that there's very little room for them to move. Oh, yeah. And and we're so afraid to say the wrong thing. Uh, oh, yeah, and that, be, be, yeah, be looked upon as an egalitarian. Like, like, what, you know, how could you say it? So I think we're afraid to do that. Yeah, and, and because of that, though, like you're talking about the Reformed community, we've yeah. done a pretty poor job then of discipling mm-hmm. uh, and equipping women for ministry. Yeah. Right? And so because of that fear, because of that not the the lack of education uh because of a lack of understanding of uh equipping others to fulfill the call that god has given them right and i, I just it, it's really troubling well, in think our of, churches especially in the reform community think of how many churches that we really like have like um a leadership lab for mm-hmm. men yeah or they all have a pastor's school yeah for men but what what much less common is that there is ministry training for women. Oh, that's right. And again, like, listen, we don't believe that women should serve as pastors in local churches. Um, we, are, we are complementarian in that sense, like Danvers' statement. But um, there is so much that women can do and should be doing, and it, and it is our job to disciple. Like, our oh, job yeah. is not yep. to produce more pastors. Our job is to make disciples. A part of that is producing more pastors, Absolutely. but a part of that is raising up women to preach and teach in their appropriate context. That's right. So then, Joe, what... What can we do better? I mean, that, that's really what we need to, uh, I think, ask ourselves as we read an, when we read an article like this and we find all the things that are wrong and we agree with some of the things that are right. But what are the things, though, that we should then be doing better? Well, there's a lot. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that we can do better is to, I guess what I'm just talking about right here is to be very practical and strategic in how we are discipling women. Now, it's not that we need to be more careful with them. I just think like, we, we have neglected them, yeah. particularly yeah. in complementarian um, context. Yep. Um, we have, you know, like there's been this pushback against the feminization of the church and all this stuff. And I, and I see a lot of that ha- has happened in the past. Uh, but again, dudes weren't there. So what do you expect? Right? It's yeah, going to exactly. be more feminine. So, okay, so we're trying to recapture the men that haven't been there, but we've, we still have to find a way to actually uh, engage mm-hmm. with, um, w- you know, with, with these women and disciple them in, a, in appropriate ways. What, what, what do you think? Like, what are some things that we can do better um, in, in this area? I think, uh, I think just for the conversation itself, to give each other the benefit of the doubt. I think to uh, be gracious with one another, because I think one of the things you touched on, Joe, is in the reform community, we're so fast to uh, nitpick on what people say. And so we have to try to really be careful on how we present ourselves and how we present right. our views out of fear of pushback and being labeled uh, as, well, one, you know, not maybe not a heretic, but somehow uh, unbiblical. Yeah. So I think when we're having these kind of conversations and we're having an open discussion, I think we need to give each other the benefit of the doubt that we're sincerely looking, we're trying to find 
and we're, we're, we're sincerely looking at these things from a biblical perspective that we're trying to seek understanding and we're trying to uh, seek, I think, the discipleship mm-hmm. of all the individuals. I think, I think it's something we can do better is, um, is, is for people to be honest and to take risks in talking about these issues. I mean, I think, I think there, I know, I know guys that are afraid to say what they believe on these issues, um, who would be more in line with us. Right. So for example, um, I believe that, um, you know, while there are restrictions on who can be a pastor, namely Mm -hmm. qualified called men in local churches. So it's restricted to that. Um, I, I, and I think that in the home, men are the head of that home. They bear the larger sense of responsibility, and they have more authority there. Um, but then how all that works, you know, looks a little bit different yep. uh, in home and church. And But outside of that, man, we need to hold these things less tightly in our hands and be willing to say, like, hey, listen, I don't have a – like, I know guys that would say, I don't, I don't have a problem – with um, women preaching uh, in mixed audiences in conferences yeah, or whatever, yeah. and I certainly don't. Um, but they're afraid to say it because they don't want to get beat up. So I think a little oh, bit yeah. more honesty and a little bit more courage on the part of of men that are complimentarian and reformed to say, I don't like mortification of spin. Like they don't care; they'll just say whatever. Mm-hmm. And th- that was their perspective when I heard them talk about it. Like women can teach in the church yeah. if they're uh, teaching on hermeneutics in a Sunday school class or whatever. It doesn't really matter. And I would agree with that. I don't. I don't see the problem. Uh, you know, when it's a pastoral ministry. You know, it's, you know, formally uh, preaching on the Lord's Day. I can understand that being restricted, but I think we need a, a bit more honesty. Uh, yeah, so we, we need men to come and save the day. We need men to come save women's discipleship. Is that is that what you're saying? Well, who else is going to do it? <laughs> women are too busy like not cooking and oh, uh, trying to so finish so their degrees <laughs> in you know origami. You're so hey, what? Hey, well, that wasn't no. A dig. You were trying that to wasn't dig. A dig. Come on now, that's a real degree. She's got a real degree. You stop it. A real degree. <laughs> yeah, she's got a real degree. She, isn't, it, isn't it called a Celsius in Canada? <laughs> Celsius? Why would you say? I don't know. What does that have to do with the degree? Fahrenheit here. Oh, Celsius yeah, Fahrenheit. It's a degree. It's oh Talk about degrees. So Come on, man. That's good. That, yeah, it was that, good. That was, it was actually so good I didn't get it at right. <laughs> all right. So, like, okay. So we, we've talked about this, about complementarianism yep. and all of that stuff yeah. before. Um, so why would we bother to talk about this? Honestly, we, 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 we talk about this because, A, it was crazy. And uh, our Thursday crazy. episodes are a little bit more fun. Uh, we're a little bit more loose. Um, we wanted to talk about it not because we want to change her mind. I mean, that would be great. I don't know that that's likely to happen. I think people in her life are going to have a bigger impact on her. People in my life are going to have a bigger impact on me than somebody online. Oh, but, thanks, man. But I do, I do think it's important to address this issue because there are a lot of people that read this kind of stuff. And it reinforces, like it reinforces th- this mentality. And when it doesn't go challenged, people just say, oh, here's, this is a great one. Let's just mm-hmm. pass this thing around. So I, that, that's, that's another good reason to talk about it. Uh, in the end, I, th- I think that we need to be ruthlessly biblical. We need to pursue, you know, um, a robust theology that is... Um, only affirmed in scripture i think we need to pursue godliness all of these things are important it's the cultural trappings and the cultural assessments and the cultural mandates that i think too often take precedence in some of our thinking and teaching and this is one of those cases well we'd love to hear thoughts you can follow us on instagram and twitter at doc and devo or on facebook slash doctrine devotion you can head on to the website doctrinedevotion.com there you can contact us you can uh sign up for the email blast or hit up the store joe force dot the joe foe joe foe 
store.com. Now listen, if any of the ladies want to sign up for our email blast, should they ask their husbands to do that for them? I, don't, I mean, I don't... I'm just... You know, Head on over to iTunes and leave us that honest five-star review. Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on wives. Wednesdays. Video content when available later. Stop it. Undo all that stuff. Stop. Undo all that stuff. Stop.